0: events, companies, and etc. that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to masks of your author in our China chapter. And as we like to do at the beginning of the show, we'd like to thank you, the Patreon supporter, and you, the listener. You help make the show go, and if you'd like to join up at the Patreon and check out what the community offers, you can at patreon.com slash the Old Podcast. I am going to get to introductions in just a moment, but I would like to remind all of our listeners that the Old Ways Podcast will be at Origins 2023 in Columbus, Ohio. I hope you'll come out and check out Origins Game Fair. Come stop and see us, see a couple of live events we have planned. Come help fill our gaming tables, as we will be also offering several games. and. Without further ado, introductions to my right.
1: This is Tiffany, and I play Maeve O'Shea. And we have—I have things to do.
0: You absolutely seem to have some reading to do now that you have cover bought and paid for by Miss Lane. Speaking of Miss Lane, to your right.
2: This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane, and I am no longer subbing in for Jack Doyle.
0: Nope, that's true. You're no longer subbing in for Jack Doyle, but
3: you do have a few things on your schedule at the end of the table. This is Jake. I'm playing Jack Doyle and I have no idea what's going on. It's truly the best
0: portion of this. And uh, we greatly appreciate your return as I'm sure your fellow party
4: members will as well to Jack's right. Uh, This is Lonnie. I'm playing Robert Drummond and I feel like I have a monkey off my back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no one would say that uh, you finally have a monkey off of your back. Although it seems that you also have some items on your schedule to mr drummond's right
5: hi this is heather and i play the wonderful and currently unconscious stasi uh and i am now the new monkey on drummond's
0: back that's true you trade one for another to uh stasi's
3: right hello this is james and i'll be playing dr sigmund Tattenbach. and boy i am looking forward to hearing jack get the upcatching Yeah, there's no
0: doubt that Jack uh, is going to need a slight little bit of an update, probably from his fellow investigators. And I can only imagine what he might be thinking. Last but most certainly not least.
6: This is Alex playing Sam Barron, or as uh, Madame Lynn will come to know him, annoyingly persistent male specter of inconvenience.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to uh, personally shout out Sam as MVP of the last episode. He truly made all of your Benny Hill dreams come true. Uh, So we're going to raise the curtain tonight. At the estate of Madame Lyn. and we're gonna sort of open the camera a little bit on a beautiful patio where Madame Lyn and Miss Lane are having tea. This would be late in the evening as all of the hubbub of the previous events have died down. Uh, Madame Lyn has invited you into her personal study just adjacent there to her chambers and uh, has slipped into something a little bit more comfortable. A, a nice silk ensembles. You would probably think of it as a uh, perhaps a, 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 a bedrobe, something an evening wear. Um, but she um, has asked you to sit with her and discuss the future as she sees it. Now, outside this bedroom space, Sam, um, you have basically been sort of, well, we'll say put in a box of sorts, at least a little bit. You're not given free roam of the space. So Madeline's chambers are obviously a, a no-go zone for you, uh, as was found out last episode. And the folks here, the staff members uh, that Madam Lynn has, they're not just going to let you roam the house. Uh, They do point out some very specific places that you are allowed to go. Uh, One would be the yards, the estate themselves outside, if you would like. The things that are essentially off limits to at this point is any space in the basement and then any unaccompanied wandering when it comes to Madam Lynn's private collection. They have asked you to not go there.
6: certainly. and uh, I, I can say um, I mean if this is the same if this is the same evening, I'm not really sure how much time we're going to to kind of uh, spin about. but in general, I'll obviously be shadowing shadowing my charge during normal hours and uh, if you know there's a matter of privacy, I will make it a point to roam about the areas where I am allowed in a proper sentry form, considering the security issues that the house has encountered recently but considering the you know matriarchal bent i will also make an effort to not only ingratiate myself to the staff um or remain you know affable and non-assertive you know i i will uh i won't necessarily make a whole lot of conversation with them because i don't know how many of them speak english or french um but i'm not going to spend any time inquiring about madman's business or anything like that
0: yeah i would say (laughs) probably we'll just encapsulate some of the um the feeling and the um, reactions you get over the next couple of days. The staff is courteous. They are respectful to a point for the things that you ask for as far as food and drink. Uh, The house tightens up a little bit as far as the security goes. They repair the window basically the same night. And then they start like a different sort of roving patrol. Again, all of her immediate staff and assistants, guards, etc., are all women. Um, and they seem to alter some of their scheme, some of their plan of, of movement based off of some of the things that they've seen. And then you also see one of these, one of Madame Lynn's uh, guerrillas does seem to pay an awful lot of attention and time to the grounds itself. It seems to sort of rove, whereas it wasn't doing that before.
6: Sure. I mean, Sam. Uh, Sam, my, me, uh, is just looking to be the most inobtrusive and otherwise praiseworthy house guest the help has ever encountered. Um,
0: yeah, I can think to that.
6: And generally speaking, um, I don't plan on being actively stealthy, uh, unless I. Now, there is there is one matter that I that I I would kind of want to um, get into, and that would be uh, one other trying to memorize the uh, patrol routes of the interior guards after they've changed everything. Because I do want to, there was mention of a reliquary, and considering I've seen both the study and the the one collection, and I haven't seen any indication of the merged torso statue that uh, Mr. Jeffrey Leland Jones had mentioned on our cruise, I will be looking to locate that, that item uh, during our stay here while I'm being left to my devices, as it were.
0: Sure. Okay. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Sure. Uh, Miss Lane, for your evening chat with Madam Lynn, uh, she stresses again some of the finer details of the current politicking in Shanghai. And while you're still under a little bit men- mentally of whatever feeling that you got from her originally during dinner, um, some of that does over time begin to clear a little bit. And it's not that your interest or your curiosity about Madam Lynn changes by any means, but what you find in her throughout that talk is someone who has planned for this for a very long time. She goes into great detail over the past 10 to 15 years of how she has watched specific movements and watched politics change. And she actually outlines for you um, a specific location that one of her most com- most difficult competitors has used for some time. And how she is planning on dealing with that situation.
2: She tell me what the location is.
0: She tells you that it's a very um, large warehouse and it holds likely many treasures.
2: Is her, the competitor po Fang? Does she tell me who the competitor is? She, she doesn't name him oh, okay. directly. Do I just infer that in my I think, thoughts? I <laughs>
0: think that you could probably infer it okay. by what she is, the way she leads the conversation a little bit. But I also think that she's not, she's not so plain and open that she is just going to say who it is. Uh, and if inquired directly, she would likely defer or um, push the conversation in a different direction.
2: I have to check out that warehouse.
0: She also enlightens you that this same competitor also has a very large boat.
2: The Dark Mistress? No. Oh. Another one. Oh.
0: One that is used to ship goods and um, these artifacts around places.
2: Does she tell me the name of the boat? She does not. Oh.
0: But she mentions, obviously, that it is here in Shanghai.
2: She tell me the harbor
0: she says that it's on that's it's it's near the bund which is cute for you because you know how large and long the bund is
2: hmm. in an effort to continue that partner that relationship of you know um getting her to trust getting mm-hmm. her to trust obviously she's probably a, if she's anything like me um probably somebody that does not trust easily You know, she's been burned in the past, stuff like that. Um, but to help gain that trust, um, I do you know ask her about her her businesses and how. Well, I don't know if I really want to know about the tea houses. <laughs> um, just because as a woman that's going to go into business for herself, mm-hmm. I ex- you know I explain to her very high level of what the, my plan is about helping retrieve artifacts for countries or if they're too dangerous to put them somewhere so they can't be used by governments and, and whatnot for nefarious purposes.
0: Hmm. Yeah, the, I guess, let me, are you attempting in any way to be um, covert or uh, are you tuned to be obtuse? Are you trying to cloud? Are you being very truthful with her?
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mincing words, but I'm not giving her more information than she needs. Sure, I am explaining her. I mean that I could use a business partner, or if I if I happen to be in Shanghai in future business dealings with my organization, that I would be happy to help her out with anything.
0: She definitely seems to op- open up as far as the um, interest level when it comes to uh, any potential future dealings. Um, she tells you. Over the next, you know, probably over the next couple of days, you learn a few things about Madam Lin. Madam Lin is someone who wants very, very much to, in her own words, cut the head off a snake. And she sees that snake as Ho Fang. And she believes that the way to do that is to sever his ability to move goods and services. And furthermore, she has a force with um, an armed force that she's going to do this with.
2: She tell me when this is taking place.
0: She says soon. And while she will not give you a direct number of people, she says that it is more than many would believe that she would have control over.
2: So is she planning to overtake the government with this force? Is that, the, is that a coup? Or
0: She's probably a little bit vague on that. Her play seems to be for sort of what she calls the heart of the people. And she's trying very hard, it seems anyway, to remove portions of the government, which she calls are cancerous. And those are the people that are constantly taking money and filling their pockets with all sorts of um, goods and services. The last cryptic line she really gives you about that is that there are more there's more than just tea in the houses that I own.
2: I do ask her about her tea houses since we've we've started forming this slate sure bond um so I, I just want to be completely honest that uh, you know if you you are an empowered woman and you want to empower other women, mm-hmm. then why then why run these tea houses with these women that have to give their bodies over to men?
0: The tea houses that you see, are not the brothels or I believe the word is, she sort of almost mangles this word, whore houses. Mm-hmm. The women that work in my tea houses are not whores. They provide a service which they are paid for. They are in relative safety. And furthermore, they are all run by women. There are no men pushing these women out into the streets to work for them. They get care and comfort and medical attention when needed. And they are supervised by other women.
2: If a man comes into your tea house, Mm -hmm. that a woman, that one of your workers, one of your employees does not want to give him service for whatever reason, are they, are they allowed to say no?
0: They are allowed to speak with the lady of the house who will direct the man to another woman.
2: And now, they're all there willingly.
0: Miss Lane, what you're asking for is perfection. I don't keep any of them there. Okay. They, anyway. want, they want to work and they want to earn.
2: Because I've seen places where they're forced to do that. Uh, certainly. And it's just... I'm, I don't believe in that.
0: Uh, certainly. And what I believe in most especially is... I believe that women are not cattle. They're not. But that is not the predominant belief of the place you come from or this one, she points to the ground.
2: I agree with that. I just, am. Um, I have no problem. I, I, I if, if women want to work for money by performing acts of service, either as an escort or whatever the term we might want to use, that is perfectly fine. I just don't want to like to see people enslaved to do that. So Lillian gains a little bit you know, of respect in that manner for Madam Lin based on that conversation. I mean, she already had a respect because she was as a woman in power, but she gains more respect based on that conversation.
0: Yes. The, the difference between my business configuration and many, many others within Shanghai is that the girls who work for. My tea houses do not pay up to a pimp or to a fat man that sits in a house and counts money. They are they are working and investing in a future in Shanghai where they could have a bigger voice.
2: But it's not perfect. I don't think any business model is perfect. They're, that's we just don't live in a world where there is perfection.
0: So we'll just say that over the next few days. Mm-hmm. You and Madam Lynn have several conversations, several direct conversations, intimate conversations, and there are opportunities that you and Madam Lin have to grow closer as friends and potential future business partners.
2: Yes, I, I do make it clear that while I admire her and her business aptitude and her as a person, because mm-hmm. um, I do find her genuinely interesting and she is kind. And she just, she has a limit as to where if you mess with her family, like her, I feel like she considers her staff and her guards and stuff almost like that family isn't like intimate family but they're, if one of them were to be hurt, she would retali- retaliate. Likely. Um, But I do make it clear that my intentions are only for platonic <laughs>
0: She probably laughs at the word platonic, but she respects your lines. She, she makes her own lines very clear about how she feels about powerful women and how they are intoxicating to her. And beautiful women are also something that she appreciates greatly, but uh, she's not here to Im- impress upon you anything more than a future that could be made better in Shanghai with your help.
2: I ask her if there's anything we can do now to help her out.
0: Oh, certainly. Certainly. I think it's clear that you travel with a group of capable people. Yes. There are very few people within Shanghai that could have caused such a stir. And it's clear that if you are in some way connected or associated with Jack Brady, that you have specific Aims here within Shanghai that likely have gone unsaid, and I'm not here to pry. But what I am here to suggest is, if you would like to further our business arrangement, sticking your finger in the eye of Ho Fang would be a wonderful beginning.
2: I I smile at her, and then yeah, you know we are we already had something planned for Ho Fang. Um, but we were actually going to look into Ho Fang while we were in Shanghai.
0: Wonderful. Perhaps you'll do more than look your couple of days, your three days spent there with Madame Lynn are spent with there. There are some luxuries that you get that you would not get at the hotel, right? So you obviously get fresh, warm morning baths that are all, you know, sort of personalized to you. You get fresh silks, you get wonderful smelling soaps and fragrances and all sorts of amazing food. You get pampered for three days by, a woman who's very much interested in show, showing you how interested she is in you. And so, even after the conversation about where your lines are at, it doesn't necessarily stop her from treating you like an honored guest. And you have not had that sort of treatment in, well, a considerable, considerably long time.
2: Since I was home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, for you,
6: Sam. Will I have any opportunities to speak with Lillian in confidence?
0: Yeah, if she wants to have those conversations with you. My concern is, one,
6: I don't know what sort of designs Lynn has or what sort of abilities she has. So I'll be basically debriefing Lillian every morning if I can and trying to get an idea as to, like, you know, is Lillian going to share with me what she learns from Lynn or am I basically being cordoned off entirely? Like, these are questions I would have for Lillian. Because if I don't have to, if I don't have to lurk around the house and look for the statue, if you know, like I would, I would ask Lillian to try to get an invitation to the reliquary so that she could find the statue that we described. Um, so that I don't have to get busted burglarizing the house, you know, stuff like that. Like, my, so my question is to Lillian: Do you share your nightly conversations with me, or are you being cagey?
2: I would probably share. High level version of conversations. I'm, I I would probably wait to speak to Jack when I saw him. I would let you know that you know obviously Madam Madam Lin wants to remove Ho Fang, which aligns with our our purposes anyways. So um, I would share that with you. I would not share with you telling Madam Lin about the the corporation or the foundation that I'm starting.
6: Okay. So I guess my question for the keeper then is, do I realize that she's being cagey with me?
0: It's a psychology role. And then if Miss Lane wants to purposely resist it's versus charm, she's trying to sort of oh. butter things a little bit. And if you're trying to draw in what, like to realize that that, that, you're, that you're being buttered like a sweet roll, then yeah. I'll relent to the charm. But the, like I said, if... if if i'm unable to pry details it's going to be obvious
6: to me that she's kind of vaguely gesturing at things
0: yeah i don't i don't dis- i don't disagree with you
6: and that's fine i'm just going to catalog that but i think on the last day that or the last morning rather i would probably say you know we're risking a lot staying here and with both of our lives willingly being put on the line i would hope that you would understand that my discretion and loyalty to you is paramount so i wouldn't act or i wouldn't act out of turn considering this is your show here, but considering what you know about me and what you've come to understand about who I am and where I've come from, to know that there are still secrets between us is, well, it is.
2: I don't think we're in any danger staying here based on my based on my conversations and my time with Madam Lin. Like I told you previously, she's looking to possibly get rid of Ho Feng. She's looking to unseat him from his level of power. And so she has plans that are in motion for that, that we are not part of. I think having a relationship with her is going to be very beneficial for us while we're in Shanghai.
6: Yeah, so she never finds out about um, Stasi or the break-in or Jones or anything else we've lied about
2: that's true and we all have secrets
6: but from each other not anymore that was the understanding do as you will if you can get a chance to get a look at her reliquary i know that jones was here looking for that statue he described on the ship if you can't uh, maybe you can find time between tea and lunch
2: you can maybe ask her for a a tour
6: i'm not asking you for a goddamn thing i'm not permitted to remember i'm the help
2: it's true. I will ask her for a tour of the reliquary and, and have you come along because your eyes can see better than me.
6: Uh, otherwise, I do the, I do my best to catalog anything that I, anything I see that's worth protecting, any interesting pieces of reading material. So if I, if I mean, obviously I can't read a lot of this stuff here, but I will in my little notebook depict the characters as best as I can and just kind of make notes of things when I can be unobtrusive.
0: There's some things that you definitely do learn while you're at her estate that are interesting. So a couple things that you learn. One, uh, her guards tend to change up patrol types about every day. They seem to have a rotation, at least within the three days that you're around the place. There's a different rotation each day. They change that up. Uh, The food here is exceptional. And the kitchen staff, unlike the well, I guess the guards is best it could be explained, the kitchen staff is actually pretty open and they're talkative. They don't really have a ton of people to talk to other than, well, each other. And so much like many kitchen staffs, they sort of have their own camaraderie. After a couple of meals, which are essentially served, you know, not in the kitchen, but nearby, you make a, a few inroads with um, one of the cooks here who does speak a type of French, at least a little bit. And this cook explains sort of in an astonishing amount of clarity that uh, Madame Lynn effectively saved his life and brought him off the streets and helped him get clean after his former employer uh, thought it would be funny to see how he reacted uh, to opium. He had a British employer who decided that it would be funny to use him as a party trick. And uh, he got addicted pretty badly to opium. And somehow, some way, he came into the circle where some of Madeline's staff were working. And she took pity on him. And so he credits her with effectively saving his life and helping him get clean from opium. Uh, and so he's very um, loyal. In that sense,
6: I will actually go out of my way to um, to kind of share with with them a similar story about, you know, how I I kind of was in a very, very dark kind of bleak place and how Lillian and, and her doctor friend kind of helped drag me out and help me peel back the veil of, you know, kind of agony that was that was coloring my vision um, and kind of helped me find purpose and you know and I'll, I'll pepper in some like kind of delightful and likely fictional anecdotal experiences sure but yeah i kind of you know just to kind of get a feel as to how they feel about their future and maybe if, if maybe bait them into communicating like promises that have been made to them or like lofty dreams or goals that maybe have like come down from their patron you know what i mean
0: I guess the the sense you'd probably get in that direction then is that they are, the kitchen staff are scared. And they're not scared be- because of the, the gorillas. They're not scared because of Madam Lin. What they're scared of is what's going on on the streets. Yeah. They are scared about what's happening to Shanghai. And they're very thankful that they have a place to they can call home that is safe. Because every time they go to a local market to get fish... Or every time they go to, you know, another place to get another consumable they need for the house, they're seeing more unrest.
6: Yeah, I would, I would probably also pepper in like my past concerns about the political climate that I've seen and like the tension between the factions that I'm seeing and as a visitor, how they felt about the intrusion and like what do they what happened? You know, like who what did what do they know about what happened?
0: They don't honestly know too much. They know that one of the staff members was attacked by one of Madame Lynn's gorillas. They find it very strange because the gorillas have never acted out like that before, but they have now. And so now there's a little extra, obviously, trepidation because it's not like the beasts wander the entire building. Mm-hmm. They have their specific places where they're allowed to go in and, and go out of. Uh, but yeah, no, obviously that's a, that's a concern for them too. The chef that speaks a little bit of French tells you that uh, in sort of this haunting tone that you can connect very well with uh, that he has seen political unrest in cities before. And he has seen cities before they turn from, he says a, a bundle of sticks into a torch. And he says that someone has the match and that torch is going to be lit very soon.
6: I would probably not in agreement.
0: I'd like to cover a couple of other things before we, we, um, we go. At the hotel, when Jack returns to the hotel, which assuredly you will, I assume, Miss O'Shea, you are going to go back to Moo.
1: Not right away, okay. because I—I I know she said she wouldn't follow me, but you, no trust Madame I've heard those lies before.
0: Why oh, you've been lying eyes?
1: So, um. And before I head out to, I will send slander ahead
0: to check it out. Yeah, that's a pretty long way, but okay.
1: Well, not like the whole way, but like our close vicinity to make sure there's not like somebody like watching our door or somebody staying too long. Sure. yeah I mean I, I know he can only communicate so much with me, but right. you know
0: yes he it, he
1: also has lizard brain can sense danger correct.
0: you're not um a druid or a ranger. He's, right,
1: I can't speak to animals. Correct,
0: right. you cannot speak to animals. Um, that's a, that's a different game setting. It's <laughs> totally different. Um, so, over the cup of oh, the next couple of days, for the folks who have left the estate, <laughs> I would assume. I guess, and maybe I shouldn't, but I would assume that you, Miss O'Shea, or someone close, right, whether it be the doctor, someone's mm-hmm. going to update Jack as to what happened. What he might have missed, if anything,
1: I will uh, tell the doctor too.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> Doc and Jack will sit down over um, some tea, uh, a nice uh, black tea that he found mm-hmm. at the market, that is spiked with just a little bit of the local, um, uh, local little of the local alcohol, and we'll discuss at length the doctor's version of everything okay. that happened I mean, it, over the next sure. couple of days. Look,
1: uh, Maeve just doesn't want to be responsible for telling Jack that his girlfriend's gone. I mean, yeah.
0: I think Jack knows that
3: this Lane's gone. By the way, Doc starts with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Okay. With this almost mischievous grin on his face. Mm.
0: For characters who may, who may have been wounded, this goes for everybody. Um, Pulp heroes heal two hit points per day. So if you take a full three days rest to recover some damage, you'll have recovered six hit points. Some of you are, might not be damaged at all, but I'm just, just throwing it out there because three days time is going to pass uh, in this time period. That said, at the end of that third day, Miss Lane is going to come back to the hotel with Sam. But before that happens, we have something else to cover at the at the uh, residence of one Madam Lyn, And that is this reliquary stop that you've requested this
2: yes uh, personal tour yep as soon as Sam and i talk about it i do request it to madam Lynn and ask that sam also uh, attends with us
0: certainly she doesn't have any issue with it um she takes you down uh to a basement level it's a little cooler down here and she tours you around a very small statuary area Where there are several of these pieces um, and it doesn't take terribly long uh, because it's only so large, but you do eventually see in one corner that there is this mixed figure, this uh, multiple figured statue. So it's sort of uh, a male figure and and a female figure that are intertwined at the waist, right? And they have multiple appendages. Uh, they have both sets of sexual organs. Um, it's a it's a piece that's done in what some sort of stone that's really dark, looks like almost obsidian colored.
2: Can I get a memory refresh on why Jones wanted that, or we don't know?
0: Jones said that he wanted it. Right. Yeah, I thought he wanted to return it.
6: He tends to repatriate things, as I believe was the word that he would use. Right.
2: He didn't say where he had to send he, he he didn't say where he was taking that back. He to, said right? it's
0: a Polynesian artifact.
2: Okay. Um so I make a I make a point of asking Madame Lynn about that specific statue and you know, what the history on it is. Um she would know that my family deals in art and art you know, artifacts or art yeah or art and whatnot. Not artifact. I deal in artifacts. Your
0: your family mostly deals in paintings.
2: And so I'm interested and horses. In, in history and, and horses. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're an eclectic bunch.
0: And you also made a ton of money selling munitions during the war, which yeah. is how you got rich. But we won't talk about that either. Uh, and so she would make clear to you that it came to her and to her awareness uh, a couple of years ago. And she had tracked it all the way through until it reached America at some point. And then it was returned by some of her... Very apt buyers, that's what she calls them. And there is an inflection there when she says buyers. Um, but I would note too that you you haven't seen, neither of you have seen between her gallery and between the reliquary here. Neither of you have seen any um, books, you know, tomes on display. There's no written material. It seems the scroll that was taken was taken from... The reliquary here, because there's an empty spot on the wall.
2: Oh, would she have her her tomes or books in her study? Probably, or
0: it's possible you have been basically in any everywhere in the house except her direct bedroom. So, if there are things in there, then you haven't you haven't been willing to discover them yet, Miss Lane.
2: <laughs> and I think we talked we discussed last episode that there's the possibility of hidden tunnels. In the area, well,
0: there are tunnels certainly in Shanghai.
2: Like, oh, thought coming from her, I, I was assuming it was coming from her estate or under her estate.
0: Not that you're aware of.
2: Okay,
6: I will kind of in uh, in in passing, kind of a light tone, Miss Lin. You seem relatively taken with this subject. Is this something that you were hoping to acquire from Madam Lin?
2: I, the, the statue is is beautiful. I. I would love to have it in my family home in uh, Philadelphia.
0: Madeline just smiles. I don't think it's going back to America
2: anytime soon. In my head, I, I would wonder who who Jones is repatriating this uh, this statue to. He seems like a gentleman that likes to make money. Well, if you ever would like to part with that piece, let me know. I'd be willing to pay almost any price. Almost. Well,
0: if I do decide to part with it, I will certainly contact you.
2: Well, thank you. I just look over at Sam.
0: And a shrug. The only thing that's coming to mind is like,
6: okay, well, I guess we'll have to see what we can acquire from Ho Fang's warehouse to taunt her with. Yep.
0: It is clear that she does seem to have, a, I guess, a little bit of a bartering mentality when it comes to some stuff. I'm picking and up so, on that, yeah. Maybe she's willing to do business with like, you know, what, what trinkets can we lure her out with and, you know, maybe make a, maybe make an exchange. So after the reliquary tour, um, Miss Lane, you and, and Sam would be, uh, you know, obviously given a very respectful, uh, escort out. And, uh, she would say, uh, keep in contact if you decide to, um, make any movements in the city that um, I might be interested in.
2: Yep. I I thank her for her hospitality and her time and her, and her knowledge that she has transferred over to me (laughs) and look forward to working with her in the future.
0: Excellent. And um, Sam, she turns to you and says, I appreciate you being respectful of the estate while you were here.
6: Of course, and I will once again apologize for the incident involving the window. I do hope that you are able to find the intruder.
0: I hope so, too. I don't take incursions on my personal property and the estate here lightly. And so if I do find whoever was responsible for it, I'm certain that they will pay a considerable price for the disrespect I was showed and the guests that were here as well. Thank you for your hospitality and pleased to be of service, Madam Lin. So, Mr. Drummond. That's me. It is. Um I guess in in brief, then, in in three days, um you have a a patient, we'll just say, in in, in Stasi, who is trying to recover. Uh she likely has a very difficult night the first night for a multitude of reasons, Mm -hmm. but, um, what, what in that three days would you be most focused on?
4: Well, I have the location of a warehouse. I would like to, at some point do some kind of surveillance of it.
0: Okay. That's totally possible.
4: So I get an idea of what I'm up against.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you would like to sort of codify some of that, are you going to have Stasi stay at your place? Are you going to have her shift to her own place? Like where are you going to end up with her?
4: She can stay at my place if it makes her feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because it's, I will remind her that it's, that Madam Lynn knows exactly where I live now. She She has my card. Yep. So I would uh, say that she might be better off at her place, but if she feels more comfortable at my place, uh, that's perfectly fine. And other than that, I would be doing some resting of my own because I'm still Mm -hmm. a little dinged up from the incident uh, at the uh, scholars.
0: Indeed. So I guess what I would say is if you would like uh, to... Give me a spot hidden role as a night sort of or a a little time of investigation. Yeah. Um, You can do that. And then I suppose then to not leave Stasi out. Is that something you would be going with Mr. Drummond with or would you be staying back?
5: No, actually, I think. I think she uh, I think I will head since staying here is just not a good idea. Um. After Mr. Drummond takes off um, for his initial run and after the first night that I'm pretty sure I wake up multiple times screaming and uh, dealing with the nightmares. Um, I'm going to actually head. I think I might head to the hotel first mm-hmm. and see if who from the group may be back there.
0: That's reasonable. Okay. Well, let me handle the Drummond thing and then um, yeah. we can update you at the hotel with Jack. So, Mr. Drummond, I would like a spot hidden role for a scouting mission from you. And then we'll I will give you some information.
4: All right. Let's Possibly. see what we get. Well, um, that's a success. Forty two under fifty five. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a portion of this warehouse. So the warehouse you track down for Ho Fang is a... Is a large brick building and it sits on sort of the north bank of the Wangpu River, right? Which is one of the big, big rivers here in Shanghai. Uh, you notice that a portion of it is built on a wooden pier or some sort of wooden piling. It's got a stout peaked roof. Um It's got five sets of large doors. But that's really not what brings your attention. What brings your attention is the fact that 30 men work this warehouse.
4: That's uh, all, a lot.
0: <laughs> yep, all the windows are at least 7 feet off the ground. They all have iron grills on them and uh, every day these 30 men work at this warehouse they're all Chinese uh, and they work at a drumbeat pace they don't stop they take very few breaks they barely take a lunch uh, they work roughly 7am to 6pm and afterwards, more than a little more than a handful of guards patrol the warehouse at night.
4: While I'm watching them, do I also see if there's any trucks or anything moving in or out going to the docks?
0: It's a buzz with activity. Hmm.
4: Are there any regulars?
0: Hard to say in the time that you get with it, but... There are definitely things that look like regulars, yeah. All the electric lighting gets turned off at night, and this place is basically a ghost town, except for those men that patrol the outside.
4: They only patrol the outside. They never go inside.
0: They don't seem to. Hmm. Unless there are men inside that you don't know about.
4: Or there's something else in there, like dogs or...
0: Right. But you get a considerable amount of actionable intel just off of that day you spend watching, waiting.
4: I know who I'd like to talk to, but uh, he's kind of busy right now. But I suppose I would uh, end up calling uh, Jack.
0: Okay. Jack, you get a phone call at the hotel.
3: With Doyle?
4: Yeah. Got a question. Are we looking to stick any spokes in Ho Fang's operation?
3: Oh, absolutely.
4: I got a lead. Okay. There's a warehouse down down here on the Bund, not not far from the river. Mm. And uh, there's an awful lot of work being done on a daily basis with a large crew. And it's a very, very, very secure warehouse.
3: It's funny you uh, bring that up. We were actually uh, drawing up
4: plans to go check out that warehouse. Well, I've done some basic scouting. I have some questions still, but I've seen I've seen some things.
3: Well, uh, when you get a moment, why don't you uh, head over here and we can you can fill us in on the information and we can try to come up with something. Sounds good?
4: And I will head over that way.
0: So with that first uh, day, Stasi, that you arrive back at the hotel, obviously Jack and Sigmund are there. Um, Maeve is there as well. I don't know if you're going to be in study or if you're going to sort of wait out the potential of a tale. And then after you're sure and safe, you're going to go off to study.
1: Well, I mean, that was mostly for that night. hmm. Um, that morning, yeah, I'm going to head out because I don't want to waste time and make Lillian have to stay any longer than she needs to. All
0: right. So you will be with Moo for a couple of days. Yes. Then, yes. Studying? Yeah. Uh, and so I would like you to
3: make a hard roll for you while you're doing that. In fact, uh anytime Maeve is not studying, I'm like, um, shouldn't you be doing something? Ye. Yeah.
1: Jesus, <laughs> get your girlfriend. Okay, you. Ne- it had to be hard.
0: It does have to be hard. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. I will then spend twenty luck. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Is that the only one you need, or do you that's need
0: that's what I need for the moment? Okay. Alrighty. Uh. So you're off studying for a few days. Mm-hmm. We will get to your Moo progress in a little bit. Stasi spends probably some time at the hotel with you, Jack and 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 Sigmund. However, the two of you would like to resolve that, if you would like to resolve it at all. If not, we can move along.
5: She'll probably show up at. She will show up at your door, very unstasi like, disheveled, bloodshot eyes, unkempt.
0: You said unstasi like, right?
5: Very unstasi like.
3: Okay. You look better.
5: Kind of look down at the blood splatter. I <laughs> have a little bit of blood probably still on the cup of whatever I was wearing. Yeah. Um, that's one way of putting it. If I get a grill a drink.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right over here. If you need to lay down, you can use my bed. I'm, uh, I haven't been sleeping much. Lucky you. She looks pretty troubled, Jack. I give her a, dr- I get her a drink, or one for myself. Need to, uh, talk about it?
5: I down the drink, hold the glass back out. Refill. Drop a second one. You know, you of all people know. I have (laughs) some of the horrors I've seen. But I cannot get that sound out of my head why how do you tell the universe you didn't mean to do something
3: hit me again would you yeah (laughs) yeah you know you can't take anything back you've done you just move on and try to do better
5: (laughs) story of my life one foot in front of the other Suck up the trauma, fill, in, fill it in with gold or booze or the touch of warm skin, whatever works. Oh, I know I'll, get, I'll come out the other side. I always do, I'm like a bad penny. This one's gonna leave a mark. God knows, you know, I don't like my skin blemished. Oh, the bruises are on the inside. Dorian Gray ate your heart out and I toss it back.
0: So the two of you spend a little time at the bar and likely get, some of you more than others, likely get a little drunk. Um, This is probably not the first time the two of you have been drunk together, so it's kind of like (laughs) old home week. Mm -hmm. That said, uh, it does help you cope, Stasi. And I think that is probably more of the disturbing portion of it. Um, As uh, alcohol is an effective liniment, as I'm certain that your local doctor will agree. Oh, yeah. That's what I order. (laughs) I'm going to sort of make a, a flesh sandwich out of all of you. Cool. Uh, in the timeline sense. That's fun. Right. Mm. Except for you,
1: Miss O'Shea, because
0: you're busy somewhere else. See, you miss out <laughs> on the flesh sandwiches.
1: Damn it. Yes.
0: So S- Sam and Lillian return uh, after three days. Um, for her parting stuff with, with you, Miss um, Lane, she does give you an, a note, right? Basically that says... You know, when you are prepared to return the scroll uh, this evening, please, you know, dial this number and I will have a trusted person arrive and take the scroll back. Okay. When you arrive back at the hotel, you likely quickly find out that Maeve's not there. (laughs)
2: Is this what time of day is this? Is this towards the end of the day?
0: It's probably toward the end of the day, yeah.
2: Oh. I'm going to have to go probably find mm. Maeve and see how she's likely, yes. Okay. Um, I first go find Jack. Mm. I can find Jack in the bar. Yeah. I look in the bar first. Yeah. <laughs> and there he is.
3: Lillian. Lillian, uh are you okay?
2: I appear to have all my appendages.
3: Yeah, so they they treated you all right.
2: Oh yeah, Madame Lin was a very gracious hostess. Um, <laughs> 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 mm, sorry, <laughs> um, she did not tie me up and and um, and beat me. It's, Beaten,
5: just threatened. But that's okay. Good to see you. Glad you made it alive.
2: Um, sh- I pull out the note from my.
0: <laughs> from what, my, from your boot?
2: From my boot. <laughs> no, I. Um, so, do we know what progress Maeve has made on the scroll?
3: No, we do not. Um, but she's been working night and day.
2: Oh, okay. good. Um, we, uh, Madam Lim gave me a number to contact um, once Maeve is done with the scroll today. <laughs> um, I'm thinking we should probably go check on her
3: yeah yeah we can head to the uh, safe house and see what's going on
2: I do have some other information as well
3: well you can fill me in on the way there how's um, Sam I will slide in and uh, I will actually
6: hand uh, I'll hand Jack a leaflet of papers this is everything that I learned while I was on site if you want any more details you'll have to ask Lillian should probably be more forthwith I go check the bar and I see if there's any messages left from Jones
0: uh, there is actually, so the bar does have a message for you, and he gives you a location. Um, and uh, the location that seems to be of a, it looks like a dead end street. At least, like when you inquire with staff as to where it's at, they say that it's along the river section, but there are some um, less than reputable. Uh, spaces that one can rent to sleep. I will uh, pocket the note and um, if
6: Jack is looks like he's making preparations to leave, I will hold up a finger and kind of point upstairs and I will rush upstairs to basically grab the
3: rest of my stuff, which I had to leave here. Yeah. Before we head out anywhere. Okay. Oh, um, while we're waiting, I, I guess I'll look over some of the stuff he gave me.
0: Yeah, it seems like a um I guess a detailed list of what some of the pieces are. I would imagine he would list things like and stop me if I'm incorrect. So anything descriptive wise he can see in the spaces that he could have seen ground uh, ground floor and yep. second floor or estate uh patrol methods, people's
6: maps, like people, what, numbers, what kind of food the they names, eat.
0: like how often deliveries happen. A, a meticulous log of every
6: single moment that Lane spent it, with Madame Lynn.
0: It looks like the list was made a little out of frustration. You can see by like day two, like the, the handwriting gets real direct.
5: I like to peek over the shoulder and kind of scan through as Jack's looking it over. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean Because the whole mission was to find out what Madame Lynn is doing, so... Yep. Here we go.
0: Look, it's a list of things that she was doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, she was in the bedroom with Lillian a lot. Mm. Mm. Several hours of both of them in their uh-huh. in the private
3: section. Mm. Bravo.
0: I wasn't
2: so, sure she had a li- dinner.
3: Li- Lillian, you spent a lot of time alone with Madam Lynn.
2: No, I was very clear with Madam Lynn that, it, that I was not, that I had other interests. For somebody else.
3: Um, <clears throat> um, Bravo for your strength. So, did you find out anything uh, interesting?
2: Is Stasi still here?
3: Yeah, she's standing right
2: by I don't Jack. Know her. They're having drinks together. Um, if you would like to talk about that, without other people around.
5: Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I other people? I, don't, I thought we were I, all I, looking... I don't know you. I thought we were looking into Madam Lynn together. The idea was to get information on her and find whatever you guys were looking for, correct?
2: So you and Jack and Maeve and, and Doctor may have history together and and have worked together, but I, I don't know you. And, and while... I, I find that I I could know you and and trust you. That we're not there yet.
1: Mm.
2: I trust Jack. I know Jack.
3: You know what? I'll, I'll talk to um, I'll talk to Lillian, and
5: that's fine. I, to be honest, I don't have it in me right now. Whatever you're most comfortable with, Lillian, and I will exit the room and. See about going and finding some appropriate clothes and getting myself put together because this is not gonna fly.
0: Certainly. I mean, it I guess I would just say you, you will you will have time to reappropriate yourself into the picture that you you want. You would have more than enough time to sort of come down from the shock and awe which was <laughs> the situation you left at Madame Lin's to to the the moments that that befall us now. So you're you're good. Uh, That's, got- okay,
5: it's it's a uh, I shall exit with at least some dignity uh, and, and allow these two to talk. I'm sure I'll find out more soon enough.
0: Fair enough.
2: I don't have time to beat around the bush. We have things to do. Right. I know Sam is probably unhappy that I didn't share every single piece of information with him. Um, and, and that's fine. So as we know, uh, Madam Lynn wants, She wants to get rid of Ho-Fang. Her end game is to, one, stop him from moving goods and services. He has a warehouse, which we were already aware of. Right, yeah. Um, However, what we weren't aware of with Madame Lin is that she already has armed forces at the ready that are ready to move. Um, I don't have a date for that. She did not give that to me. Um, i did try just so we were aware and we could work with that timetable mm-hmm. um she did not give me her timetable for that which i understand um she would her other goal is to reinvent the the political standing in shanghai um, move it away from rich businessmen and back to the people know that it needs to be you know, needs to be in. Um, so, not a coup, but a coup. Yeah. No. Um, so that that is her. It, it, it is coming soon. This these armed forces that she has. Um, she did not give me a number of people, but I I spent a lot of time talking to her about her her plans, where she came from, and I really feel like she is somebody that that we can trust I, I know she didn't treat Stasi with the um, the uh, utmost respect
3: well it, it sounded like uh, um, you know she was maybe protecting her own as anyone would
2: and and that's exactly I think what she was doing I I mean I don't I don't condone tying somebody up but I am a person that I have I mean I've killed people. somebody up right? yeah well I would totally tie somebody up.
0: staff member walks by when you say,
3: I've killed people. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I mean, we've all done things that we are not proud of. Right. So if if you trust me, please know that I trust her. And I, I think I might have some future business dealings with her. Um, she does have the statue that Jones is looking for mm. in her reliquary. I did try to buy it. She would not sell it to me. I'm not all that positive that Jones is trying to acquire that for the right purposes because she took it from somebody in the U.S.
3: Okay, all right. Oh, statue, you say?
2: Yes. <laughs> it's not a cat statue, though. <laughs> uh,
0: keeper. Yes, Sam. Have I returned yet? You have returned. Okay.
6: Uh, it would be very, very clear to my comrades that I definitely do not look like a fucking valley anymore.
0: Yeah, that uh, air has changed, I would say.
3: Sam. So Drummond has been uh, checking out the warehouse at Hofeng's warehouse. Imports, exports? Yeah. Interesting. He says there's quite a bit of inf- uh, activity out there. Well, um, maybe if he uh,
6: brings Stasi along, they can uh, awaken a gorilla and get somebody killed. Do we have any idea what the hell she was doing in that house? No, no.
3: She, but uh, she's kind of tore up about the whole thing.
6: All right. So, um, look, I just got a, I got a message from Jones. Uh, he does want to meet. We did see the statue there. It's pretty much out of reach, but um, Jones made it pretty clear that if we're going to hit imports, exports, he wants in. He brought it up to me. I didn't bring it up to him.
3: Do you want to meet Jones?
6: Uh, I know where to meet him. If we, He's uh, he's a skilled asset. I can't fault his B and E. Well, I mean, we've done worse. Uh, but if we're going to hit the warehouse, he might have already done some uh, some scouting. So if we can consolidate our efforts, I don't
3: think it'd be a bad idea. Okay, well, we need to go uh, see how far Mave has gotten with the translation. And then maybe we can meet up with uh, Jones or drummond and kind of start putting information together
6: i don't want jones anywhere near that scroller to know that we have it so no absolutely not if i'm gonna go meet with jones um why don't we circle back to uh do
3: we know where drummond is now he called me just a little while ago and i told him when he gets the moment to pop over here and fill us in okay
6: well i i can go get jones whenever so if we want to go check on mave i'm happy to go with you and
0: then we can figure out what to do from there when it's time to hit the warehouse so thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Masks for your the tip. We greatly appreciate your listening ears. And we hope you'll join us again next week.